Color Me Bad turned a lot of heads when they released this very direct sexual hit in the 90s. And when people turned their heads, they saw four of the ugliest dudes ever to record music in the entire universe. Which this, I think they turned their heads in the other direction. <laughs> this is the universe where Kiss lives, gentlemen. Aww. Without the makeup. Yeah. This song, uh, and that made the song very uncomfortable for a lot of people who imagine themselves as the you these guys were addressing, and I want to sex you up. You're talking directly to you. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, Brian, Kevin, and Sam left nothing to the imagination. <laughs> I didn't know their names. To their intentions. You put their names in this. <laughs> they you looked it. them up. They worked really hard. And in doing, and in putting their intentions very clearly in the song, they gave the act of lovemaking a name so stupid it never caught on. Sexing one up. Personally, I hate it. I hate it when Color Me Bad fails, so I'm going to try to make their terrible terminology useful. From this day forth, a song that is an explicit sexual proposition to the listener shall be known as a sex me up. Can we wow. still talk about Color Me Bad? Yeah, just talk about them real quick before we start the podcast. Uh, my favorite part of Color Me Bad, now that you've gave them names, it kind of, it's, it's kind of disturbing now, but I just put a name to the faces. I just like mm -hmm. how they look like other sexy stars, mm -hmm. like Rick James. That's Kevin. Two versions of of, uh, of George Michael. Mark and Brian. And the sexiest of all, Kenny G. That's Sam. I, th I also think he looks like Screech. I know exactly the photo you're talking about. What, everyone? No, it's, uh, they look like they exclusively shopped at Chess King <laughs> or, or possibly Merry-Go-Round. I just love that. Two guys looked like George Michael. One was with Wham, and the other one was... Post-Wham. Yeah, so. <laughs> solo work. Welcome to the Beyond Yacht Rock podcast, the podcast that creates arbitrary chair... The podcast that creates arbitrary genres and counts them down. We are the guys who gave you the internet show Yacht Rock. My name is J.D. Riznar. I'm Hollywood Steve. David Lyons. And I'm Hunter. Hunter Stare. Uh, and because we made the internet show Yacht Rock, we like to throw a bone to the Yacht Rock fans and feature a Yacht Rock song at the top of every episode. Hollywood Steve, what are we listening to? We are listening to Living Inside Myself by Gino Vanelli. Listen how smooth this is. This is real smooth. Now, Gino was a singer from Montreal. <laughs> what? And as we stated in the moved, last episode, we oui, oui, eh? He moved to L.A. to join up with the scene, but he also made music mostly with his brothers. Uh, his brother Joe was an arranger and producer, played a lot of the synthesizers. His brother Ross, his other brother Ross, joined up a little later to join their family business of making smooth music. Uh, he had two big hits in America. This was one of them. The other one was called I Just Want to Stop. Business and, is uh, good. Yeah, oh man. Two big hits. <laughs> two major hits. Listen to this. Now this is yeah. how... Yeah. It's it, to me this song sounds a little bit like a rewrite of Earth Wind and Fires after the after the love has gone. Absolutely. This is how to do a yacht rock ballad though. Like it's kind of sentimental at the beginning, but then the chorus is these huge musical blasts that just pulse, you know? Any sense of sentimentality that's in the song just kind of has exploded out of it in this really powerful chorus. Uh, uh, 
So, so we just spent a whole thing about talking about why something's yacht rock. Last week, and uh, totally yeah, last week. Last week, this guy. And what's his connections to yacht, the yacht rock scene, Steve? Yeah, he moved to L.A. to join he up with moved, the scene. That's it. He moved to that L.A. Generic. He, he was he 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 was yeah. desperate to get a record deal. He and his brother kind of ambushed uh, Herb Alpert outside of a <laughs> not, yeah, not a yacht rocker. Accosted him with the wings of song to get a record deal, and it worked. Uh, well, so they started they started to join up with the local sound. I'll, I'll defend I'll, I'll defend this song because the best yacht rock songs, uh, the best yacht rock love songs are songs about fools. Fools in love, and this is a song about a fool who's in love. Listen, just because these guys wrote a song for the California Raisins does not make them <laughs> yacht rock. That right? was only Joe, I believe. Uh, but I, uh, I don't believe Gino was involved but in that. Listen, I'm gonna do some heavy lifting and do a direct connection when I do my next bone throw. So oh, meow. Boom. Great. Oh. Let's talk about Gino Vanelli before we run out of time. Uh, Gino, I want to do my fun fact about Gino Vanelli. He was the second white guy ever to. Here on Soul Train, and the first one was Dennis Coffee. Dennis Coffee is so good. Yeah, he's really good. Soundtrack to Black Belt Jones and Scorpio. With a yeah. name like Coffee, you're gonna go on to exactly. Soul you're Train. gonna fool everybody yeah. until you actually show up on camera. But uh, Dennis Coffee was a guitarist who did instrumentals. So Gino Vanelli was the first white singer ever to appear on Soul Train. You can also look up on YouTube Eugene Levy. Is it Levy or Levy? Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy. He's doing an impression in movies. Yeah, Eugene Levy is doing an impression of Gino Vanelli on SCTV and in movie theaters. Did you guys hear about that? Uh oh, are we about to go to a dead air, dark yeah. Dave place? <laughs> no, never mind. So he had a bit of a Paul Rubens. An another fun idea. fact: Gino Vanelli's favorite ice cream, chocolate. Oh, you're right. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't Why are you guys whispering to each other? We're doing <laughs> a program. I called out Eugene Levy, but it was uh, the other Christopher Guest. Guy. Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, don't worry about it, guys. Let's talk about our Let's genre. Let's not defame today. anybody. We just did. Yeah. This oh, is this is latest great. Singer. This is Etta James. She's a famous singer from the '60s, doing jazz. You might remember this song from Fog Hat's cover of it. This is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. 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 Good hey, cowbell. Just wanna make love. Me? Yeah. So today's uh, genre is called the sex me ups. Here's what to look for when identifying a sex me up. And this is a great one here. The singer singing to you through the entire song. And the sexual desires expressed therein are addressed to you, the listener. These songs are explicit. They can they can tend to be coy, but the coy factor should be low. The more explicit, the better. When you say explicit, are you talking about swears? I'm not talking about swears. I'm just saying like they're very clear in what they want. They're not they're very direct. They're not beating around the bush. Got it. Uh, it oh. might be like it might be like coming to my bedroom and uh. I'll be there in a little bit, which is a song we'll talk about later in the countdown. But clearly, the intention is we're we're gonna have sex with you. I'm gonna have sex with you. Um, you being J.D. Riznar. Or, or you, if you're listening Me? to the song. Yeah. No, I think this is... This is J.D. Riznar. You guys don't understand the genre. I've got my work cut out for me, audience. These guys are idiots. All right, so and the, this proposition that these singers make come with no conditions. It's, I want to fuck you, not I want to fuck you if you can figure out how to treat me right. 
You listen to this song and you get a clear picture. I'm getting laid tonight, 100%. That's important. That's 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 where this genre is going to have emotional resonance for me because it's important to realize emotional a lot of, resonance. A lot of dudes fantasize about what it must feel like to know that a woman definitely wants to have sex with you and you're not going to fuck it up. All right, Hollywood Steve knows what this genre is about. You are the yes. two. <laughs> I can relate to this. <laughs> this became very personal, I think. Uh, like like I haven't learned more about you guys' sexual fantasies over the course of this podcast than yeah, I've ever on that, learned Steve in my Hall. life. You have no idea. Um, number four, se- sex me-ups are unartful. Indie rock is hard to, to make this... It's hard, it's hard for indie rock to make the top songs in the genre because it's too poetic. Oh, I'm going to remember Yeah, that. like Tori Amos and PJ Harvey, they want to sex you up, but it's like art. Yeah, it's like, it's kind of like I'm not getting horny because I'm thinking about the art. Um, the sex me up lyrics, lyricists are trying to grab money as desperately as they want to grab uh, my on. dick, your dick, the listener's dick, if the listener is male. Yeah, it's female. Then the the singer wants to have sex with the female listener. These, so, are we specifically doing sex me ups by females for males? Well, I'm going to talk about that. For JD, sex me ups. They've they've as Etta James is demonstrating here. Sex me ups have been throughout the throughout the history of pop music. Yeah, but um. We're going to focus expressly on Sex Me Ups by women in the 90s. Because that was, for two reasons. First of all, that was when I was a young man growing pubes and getting super horny and listening to a lot of Top 40 radio. And all these women, these pretty women, were singing at me that they want to have sex with me. It was incredible. I couldn't believe it. And just culturally, it was sort of the time when... A lot of women, a lot of women were doing sex me ups. Like the Reagan conservatism was now over, and like people. How did you pronounce Reagan? I think I said Reagan. I think I said Reagan. We're talking about President Ronald Reagan in the 80s. Listen, let's not make fun of our Michigan accents. All right, we all have. We're all going to slip into them eventually. or slip out of them sometimes. Sorry, but, but Reagan's conservatism <laughs> was off our backs. Yeah. And please continue. It was, and uh, I think the music industry was getting more desperate and greedy. So let's have these ladies sing sexy songs. Anyway, lots of ladies were singing about how they want yeah. to have sex with, with you, the listener. Yeah. And to me, also, alternative rock was hitting the mainstream in the 90s. And there were more, there'd always been more room for female artists there than, you know, mainstream radio. And a lot of these women were starting to bubble up to wider audiences. And some of them were horny. Let's talk about some horny women. What do you say, oh guys? Oh, my God. Let's do it. You guys want to count this down? Let's do it. I right. should say horny. You know what? These sexually Charged? awakened. Yeah. If, if these this, sexually awakened women. If, if BYR, and that's what I'm calling us right now, <laughs> BYR. Is that is that going to stick? That's cool. If, uh, if BYR needed a woman's voice, I think this would be the episode. Yeah. Okay, Dr. Conscience. Number 10. Of course. Wow, this is only yeah. number 10. The wow. Vinyls, the, the, they must get more up. and more specific from this on. Not really. Uh, so I have my reasons to, to do the countdown the way I do it. I'm the captain today. I get to figure out what the countdown is. I didn't put the, the vinyls touch myself earlier in the... Or like, I didn't put it closer to number one because, of course, this is going to be on. Of There's course it should be right. number vinyls one. Right. touch myself. Of course it should be number one. I'm going to put it number ten. Right. So we can talk about it first, because it's also a great example song. It really is. Um, the divi- <laughs> Sorry, I feel like these songs are... The angle of the dangle is directly proportional to the heat of the song. 
All right. What? Yeah, I don't know. That's, I gotta what think. Is that, I gotta what think does that word. stock phrase have that, to do? Are you talking about the the angle of your boner? Yeah, that's what I think he judged these on. Oh no, this gives me the biggest boner of all of oh, them. Oh, and it's only yeah. number ten? Yeah. Yeah. There's all sorts of crazy reasons that it, Oh wow. It's mostly entertainment value. Listen, I'm not gonna go into it. I've got another podcast about podcasting you guys should listen to. Okay. That I'll talk go into it there. Got it. Uh so the Divinals came out of seemingly nowhere in the, with this song in the nineties. Or uh, Australia. Well, they came out of Australia. You, you think, what's the vinyls? What does that mean? The vinyls? They should have been called the CDs because it was the 90s. <laughs> hey Sorry about that joke, guys. Good one. But the fact is, they started in the early 80s when vinyl was a thing. Also, vinyl, the vinyl is also a scientific term about two vinyl molecules. So, like, there's like the vinyl benzentine or something like that. You're, you're really too. You're really yeah. capturing the raw sexuality yeah, of this, this song. Yeah, he really is. He's I, doing I, I, a good yeah, job. I know. I'm trying to give some historical context. I shouldn't. <laughs> I should just talk about how sexy uh, Chrissy Amphlett was. Chrissy Amphlett, uh, which is Australian for pamphlet. Probably. Probably. Yeah, I'll like, go with that. Yeah. Like shrimp on the barbie Confirmed. means hot dogs on the grill. Yeah, that's right. true. Yeah. Yeah. That's Her true. lips were real puffy, like maybe she had an allergy like to howdy. shrimp. <laughs> yeah. And got all puffy. And so, wait, wait, wait was she like, attractive? Was she attractive? Yeah, she was hot. What a babe. Because yeah, I, I feel hot. like this is a song about masturbation, and if... Well, yeah, it is. And her, and her voice makes her sound sexy, and if it didn't, people would have hated this song. Yeah, yeah, of course they would have. But listen, I'm listening to this. I'm 14 years old, and I'm like, this lady, if I walk into this lady's bedroom right now, she's thinking about me playing with she'll want to have sex with me. That's what this song does. That's what Sex Me Ups do. Yeah. I remember when this first came out, I like I couldn't believe you could play this on the radio. And then every time the video came out, I thought, oh, i got to watch the video. Oh, my God, I'm hypnotized. <laughs> and now, like... 20-some years later, I just kind of wish people would stop singing it at karaoke. Uh, yeah. Oh, see, I had a girl, like, in college sing this to me at karaoke, and it was really, really hot until uh, JD told me how this lady died. Oh, yeah, she died of breast cancer because her multiple scler sclerosis made it impossible to do chemo. Okay, moving on! <laughs> Number nine. It was a hip-hop song. Hose with attitudes. Eat H W A. Do you think they're derivative of N W A? Nobody. Nah. They were actually uh, Easy E's proteges. Ah. They were Easy E's. Hose with attitudes. The name implies multiple attitudes, but it's really only one attitude in these ladies' case. It's class. <laughs> Listen to the song. Listen to the song. So if you haven't figured out, uh, the this so your ass turns blue. I don't know what that yeah. means. Listen, the this she's referring to and other eat parts would turn blue first. The this that she's referring to and eat this is her pussy, uh, which she would like the listener to eat. To me, this song. <laughs> Goes into a lot of detail about what you can do when you're eating pussy, but I don't know if it really captures what you should do. Do you guys know what I mean? Is this the one where they're talking about blowing into it? Yeah, there's I heard you were not supposed to do that ever. Yeah, well, there's a line in this song that says, "Pretend my pussy is a goddamn horn and blow it until the break of dawn." That's which well, first of all, isn't it, it it's, no, it's not a good. It's not Till a good the early rhyme. morn. Early morn. I think that was a Game oh. of Thrones reference. It might. Yeah, I don't know, but listen. 
I don't think that the ladies like that. I don't know. No, you're not supposed to yeah. blow directly into a vagina. Especially like a horn all like, night. People, you can put air into somebody's bloodstream. Don't follow the technique listed oh, on this record. Oh, God, we could really use a woman's perspective on this yeah. specific song. Yeah, so ladies, hit us up on Twitter. Is it nice when a man blows into your vagina what like you, a trumpet what do you for think? eight hours? What do you guys think? you want to reach out to? What do you think a woman would say if she was in, in this room with us right now? I think she'd, she would have I think she. I think, I think she would tell us whether or not to blow into a vagina, and I think the answer would be no, don't do that. That's irresponsible and dangerous. I think she'd ask JD to stop saying pussy. I don't think so. Well, that's what hoes with attitude are saying. Yeah, I'm... And well, he, he's not a hoe with attitude. I normally call them vaginas all the time. I'm very respectful of... I have a wife and a daughter. I'm very respectful... Oh, God. ...about their vaginas. But these girls are saying about pussy, so I'm gonna say pussy so I don't confuse the less sexually educated members of our audience. You're speaking to the audience in the same context as the uh, singers. Yeah. I think it's garbage that terrible rappers like Two Live Crew can have a hit song about how horny they are. The, but like songs like this about women who are horny fly under the radar. Why do dudes want to listen to horny dudes I, and not horny ladies? I don't yeah. think that's the problem. I think the problem is the quality of rap. This is terrible no, rap. Yeah, but live live was bad was too. No, 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 no. But they were awesome beats. And this beat is sucked. This beat sucks. It's derivative. <laughs> and it sounds like a bad NWA beat. Ah, oh, palate cleanser. Fan base cleanser. After the night that uh, Hose with Attitudes was proposing to me, I need something like this. That was intense with Hose with Attitudes. The things they wanted me to do to them? This is Natalie Merchant, kind and generous. Yeah. Is this the one with the video where they're dancing around at a circus? Yeah, it's the exact oh, same right. video as Soul to Squeeze by uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh. From the Conehead soundtrack. This, <laughs> this uh... <laughs> So, oh wow! Listen, only JD can listen to the Coneheads soundtrack and be like, "Man, they, they want to do me." Only JD no, no, can no, listen this, to this, this song. No, the Chili Peppers. Like, oh, chili peppers. oh, okay, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> yeah, this learn, song is learn the one your where... soundtracks, bro. Let's listen to. I thought he was saying let's, both. Let's listen to Ms. Merchant for a second. I don't know. Oh, jeez, she's so nice. So, this doesn't sound sexy. Well, here's, the here's, the here's, the here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I rail against coyness and sex me ups, but I don't think that this is coy. I think it's pretty direct. I think she's singing this to me, the listener, and I'm pretty sure that if I went to her house, I'm getting laid. Because she's like, I, I'm indebted to you for your kindness and gender. I'm in debt to you. I'm bound to you. I mean, these are these are dog whistles for sex. But it sounds it sounds conditional. Like you've already met the condition, but there's a prior condition. No, but I've met the condition. Like you, it's not oh, like. Oh, but that's not hot it, to me. I know, but it's not like girls. Uh. And it's not like the women singing the other sex me ups have just picked a random guy. Actually, they have picked a. It's a listener. You haven't done anything. Maybe you're right, Hollywood Steve. But uh, but because it's, yeah, I, it's, it's, it's like to me, like she's oh, you're kind and generous. You're so this wonderful person is like it's like her desire for me is contingent on my superhero like levels of virtue, which I I'm a decent guy, but I just don't have that. I really like how you guys are the ones who are really into this genre, and you're now arguing about it, which is great. I know it's, yeah. it's great, but listen, we're me, great. We're pretty me great. As a listener, yeah. I, I'm a kind and generous guy. That's my su seduction technique. Like I'm not this stallion who can just take any woman I 
want. I'm the kind of guy, I've got to put the time in, I've got to be kind of generous, it's all I have, and eventually, you know, maybe it'll pay off, and then when it does, like, hey, I've had sex. It didn't always work, yeah. but hey. This song is clearly about, like, thanking a mentor or a therapist or somebody who allowed Natalie to, who allowed her to talk and listen, was a good listener, allowed her to cry, to get it off her chest, and then she moved past it, and she's she's looking back now saying, thank you, you were my rock. I don't know what the hell you guys are you, talking about. I, I feel like, I'm sorry, go ahead. You could be thanking anyone. You could be thanking your friend that, that helped you move your refrigerator from well, Marina Del Rey to Silver Lake. Yeah, that would be, that thank me. you. You're so kind of me, and we, and we probably fucked, so there you go. Uh, um, I, feel sense. Like, I don't know, I just feel like she wants this, this is about like some fantasy dream guy of hers, or like a, like this, he's so good, he's like a vegan feminist kitten rescuing shelter volunteer, she keeps a social justice blog, like that kind of guy is what mm -hmm. she's looking for in this song, and that is not sexy because it's not about me. I think a I think a listener could do a podcast about our psychiatry on this. Uh, Definitely on this episode. Listen, you can be that dream man. All you have to do is listen to this song. All you have to do. That's all you have to do. She wants to thank you. She's bound to you. She's going to do anything for you. Number seven. She bound to me, bound to me? <laughs> That's a terrible sentiment. <laughs> Not sexy. <laughs> okay, wait. I, I'm, wait behind, okay. I'm behind this song. All right. Yeah. All right. This, this is Melissa this Etheridge, Come to My Window. Yeah, this one's explicit. This is even less about her wanting to have sex with me because it's Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> right, well, yeah, it's, it's she's a pr out and proud queer troubadour, but she's actually inviting the listener, any listener, in this case me, a heterosexual cisgender male podcaster to climb through her bedroom window and wait for her in bed. And she will be home soon to make love to me. And if you think she's not talking about making love, oh, let's no. talk about the lyric where she says her precious ache. What yeah. else could that be? She wants you in her blood. It's not gout. Didn't didn't uh, David Crosby donate sperm for her baby? That's a that's a true headline from several years so ago. So maybe yeah. uh, you think ma that's the uh... maybe the window she's talking yeah. about is the front desk of the <laughs> sperm donation clinic. <laughs> it's, this, that this she is... owns. It's her window. Though. Yeah, yeah. Listen to the lyric. Come to my window. Maybe she's yeah. taking applicants right now. Maybe well, you couldn't do better than David Crosby. No, he won. Yeah. Crawl I'd, like, I'd like to see the rest of that list. Um, well, listen, this song is about forbidden love. Still that's why you have to go through the window and not the door. And I, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, and I think... Because it, it was not easy to be out at this point in time. Like, the early 90s were when people first started to come out as gay and, 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 and went in the public eye. Right, but this uh, song's not about a gay woman, woman when I'm listening to it. It's about a... Well, it is about a gay woman who wants to have sex with a straight man. I'm telling you. She's singing to me, the listener, oh and I'm a straight man. Listen to me. Listen to me, guys. We're listening, It's but... forbidden love, okay? Melissa Atherton... <laughs> Listen to me. Guys, Melissa's wife Linda would be shocked if she found out that she's got a precious ache for JD Riznard. It's we forbidden all, love. We all so that's why it's yeah. through the window. Yeah, I think it's the sperm clinic. I'm going with that. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> Where's Dr. Conscience? Oh, Britney Spears, uh, baby, one more time. Oh, Ooh, God. this song is gross. <laughs> Britney Spears was an American sensation. <laughs> Good. Yeah, these are tell great. us more. Hold on. These are great openers, JD. I gotta say. I mean, 
I know I have a technique, but you're, you're doing good. Well, this is one of the most perfect pop songs of all time. Uh, it's a delight from beginning to end, and it's perfectly manufactured uh, in some hit factory, and I love it. Written by Max Martin. He has 21 number one hits. The only two people that have more number one hits than Max Martin are John Lennon and Paul McCartney. Yeah, this guy's good. And they kind of split it, split the numbers. So yeah, technically, so together they'd have 42. Yeah. yeah. I bought the CD single in 1999 because I could not stop listening to it. It didn't matter. It was on a loop on, on popular radio. I it could not get enough of this song. And I still what can't. was wrong with you in 1999? Yeah, what was going on with you? Because in 1999, I was 19, and I watched this and declared music to be over. This is what made me pick up Steely Dan albums. I was like, I was nine years into punk at this point, and this was background noise. It was so obviously about sex by a 16-year-old, it was gross. And new punk bands, like mall punk bands at the time, were doing this as like an ironic song, but it yeah, really wasn't. Yeah, like, like Save Ferris doing uh, Take On Me or whatever. Anyways, JD... Well, well, this song might be about sex or it might be about physical abuse. Hit me one more time if you want to be literal about it. But I would like to think that I'd like to give the producers the benefit of, of a doubt and and uh, they believe that they didn't want to do a song about a 16-year-old getting beaten up by her lover. Or the song's about sex. Or it could be about blackjack. Oh yeah, hit me. Yeah, yeah she might be that terrible person that sits next to you that keeps taking your card. You're like, man, I'm almost to 21, and she's just, hit me, hit me. Oh, can you just see this Max Martin guy producing this song? What a creep. Like, she was 16 years old. Yeah, but he was, he was Swedish, and they probably have a different idea that, about having sex with 16-year-olds. That's oh. true, but we as American men don't, and it's uh, it's gross. was so gross at this time. Yeah, it really was gross. Just This guy's sitting there, the 16-year-old girl, going like, be a little sexier, growl a little more. Come on, Brittany, do it. Come on, let's be sexier. And then her parents are probably sitting there going... Listen to the producer, Brittany. Unbutton your your schoolgirl school outfit a little bit more. Yeah, Ugh. sing out of your throat a little more. That's gross. And this is a sex but me this, up. The song is so yeah. good. Yeah, she's singing to me. She was. I, I, yeah, I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say no, thank you, because she's too young. But she's still singing to the listener, whoever that listener may be. And I hope they're all 16-year-old boys, but they're not, because I've listened to this song. Shame on you, music industry. <laughs> Shame on you for, for making, making me JD think. horny. Yeah, for I, making me think like this. <laughs> oh, we're here already. Yeah. Uh, here's the bus. The uh, Yacht Rock bus is going through the 50 states we've. Man. 50 states and 50 podcasts. Here it is, and we're getting all oh, this uh, stretch out. Uh, yeah. uh, Guys, you want a real happy song? Where uh, are we? Where I are love we? a happy Why don't song? we pull over here in Connecticut, oh, the okay. nutmeg oh. state? <laughs> love nutmeg. <laughs> Is it really great in Alfredo state? sauce? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Shave um, it into your hot chocolate. This is mm. the Carpenters, and the song is Superstar. I know we don't mm. need to stay on theme for the uh, 50 States and 50 podcasts, but this one kind of sounds like she wants to fuck me. <laughs> and uh, contrary because you're a superstar to most of the songs we've heard, this one's really good. It's really sad. <laughs> this, the, this song oh, makes my such heart a gorgeous ache. fucking song. Yeah, it is. Wait, wait, wait. What, who are you agreeing with? I'm agreeing with Dave. But you don't think this song, song is sad? Yeah, it is. Sometimes you want to feel sad. So why is this but a it's, sex me it's, up? It's more of a bittersweet thing she's because, longing. because she's remembering the good times. Yeah, this is a, a musician that she either fucked or didn't. I don't know. 
Or she just heard them on the radio. Yeah, but now she's hearing them on the radio and oh, just wait. wants them to come back. But is but she this... singing to you? Is she? Yeah, I'm no. that dude on the radio. Oh, okay. I've got rock star okay. fantasies too, JD. Okay, okay. I just and I mean, I mean the way the song is structured. Yeah. Okay. This yeah, sounds I mean, sounds like she's singing about a jerk who left her. No. This is this is what these all these girls feel no. like after you change the track, JD. Like I said, no, you guys don't understand sex me up genres anyway, so don't try to play in it. Just like. Just come along for my ride. Right, I understand the genre. Our smart listeners are going to get it. You guys don't get it. Tell us more about All Connecticut. Right. State of Connecticut. Mark Twain lived there when he wrote Tom Sawyer and the Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> Eli Whitney, inventor of the cotton gin. Oh, that changed America. Uh, the... Born in Connecticut. Yeah, wow. really, really gave the old what, what for you to the South. Uh, also the birthplace of the two best-known George Bushes. What? Oh, Yaley's. Barbara and... No, the George, Laura, George Barbara, Bush, George. Laura. No, you dumb dick. George Two Bushes. George Bushes. George Bush and George Bush. The, the first name is included oh. in the the plural. The third most popular George Bush is George P. Bush, son of Jeb. Yeah. 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 He'll be our president eventually. You mm-hmm. get everybody. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, additional uh, music artists, Sonic Youth, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Michael Bolton mm-hmm. from Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And Rivers Cuomo from Weezer, my mm-hmm. wife's favorite band. And Liz Fair. Yeah, I didn't put her down. Yeah, maybe she's from Chicago. Uh, nope. She spent time there. She spent time in every kind of uppity I mean, neighborhood, she... or uppity white That's rich true. people yes. neighborhood that <laughs> yes, you can imagine. That's true. Uh, okay. Started in Connecticut. That was a great visit to Connecticut, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah, it was short. All right. It's a short state. Third smallest state. Me? You're gonna give it to me? This is Shantae Harris, aka the Brat. We'll give it to you. <laughs> Did the, you say the, the brat? brat? I said the Brat. You said the Brat. I was the cr- Brat. I know, but I was correcting her her choice to call. I don't know what the Brat means. It means the Brat. I'm stupid. I needed her to call herself the Brat. Well, anyway, she's singing to me that she wants to have sex with me. It's from her album Functified, which was the first ever female rap album to go platinum. This is a big deal, this da brat. She's a big deal, this lady. Uh, she's describing a fun night in this song. You know, we're going to smoke some marijuana. She might threaten to shoot me with a gun at some point. Uh, but I don't have to do much because she's going to give it to me. Give what? Sex. Ah. A lot of this song, though, is not about sex. No, but no. enough of it is to make it a sex me up. No, this song is all about her just singing how great she is. Yeah, it's and she, and she sounds like Snoop Dogg. Yeah, this song is about ripping off Snoop Dogg. I'm not saying that I'm going to say yes when she says she's going to give it to me because she is threatening me with a gun at one point. But, and she's bragging about herself too much. But it yes. is a song. She is, she is proposing that she's going to have sex but with you, the you could have you could have used this slot on like Salt and Peppa or Lil' Kim or Missy Elliott or women who are actually horny and singing to me about how they want sex. Instead of someone that defines themselves as the OG funk bandit. Excuse me. Duh. OG <laughs> funk bandit. Yeah, you're okay, stealing, Grandpa. You're, you're stealing yeah. uh, Snoop Dogg style. Yeah, next he's going to start yeah. calling this crap. Being very clever. More crap. More like crap. Get off my lawn, right? <laughs> but I did, I, when I first listened to this song, when I first listened to The Brat, I thought that she was a Dr. Dre protege 
turns out, like, she's from Chicago. Jermaine Dupree uh, produced this, and she was discovered by Criss Cross. Yeah, this sounds exactly like a bad Criss Cross song. She looks like a th- the third mean, member of Criss Cross. You mean a Criss Cross song? No, I'm sorry. It was always weird when Debrat tried to be sexual. It, I don't know. It was like it was confusing. She yeah, because she wanted to shoot you. Yeah, it was you're, like you're assuming weed. I know anything about Debrat. Well, she had a song uh, called Ghetto Love where she dropped the line, "When you stick in my stuff, you laid pipe unlike any other pl- plumber," and that that I don't know if that made me the, this and that. They didn't make me feel like she was being sexy. It was kind of when you're in a kind of sec- scared me a little bit. When you're in a sexual relationship with Dabrat, it's not the easiest thing in the world. She challenges you. But speaking of quotes from Hollywood Steve's review of this, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. here we go. Uh, Hollywood Steve. 95% chance I don't remember writing this. Hollywood Steve said, uh, but even if she isn't quite there yet, DeBrat knows who <laughs> she wants to be, and she has the talent and production to make the journey entertaining. So Hollywood Steve, oh. has watching DeBrat's career, oh has that God. journey been entertaining? You know that, that these reviews don't get updated unless the album becomes an uh, has classic. Has DeBrat's career been entertaining to watch? He never she answers dropped, questions. She dropped some good verses on some Missy Elliott tracks. They were entertaining. Oh, man. Yes or no, Steve? I just said. <laughs> that, was a, <laughs> that was my answer. Number four. I see Steve in a different like light now. Chris Matthews trying to get a, a quote out of a politician. Yes he's or a no? Bad journalist. Oh, he's though. terrible. I hate Chris. Well, Matthews. his they, he just got busted for a bunch of politicians giving his wife money. Oh, anyway, oh. Kathy Dennis touched me all night long. The me she's referring to is you, the listener, or me, the listener. Touch me all night long, you. You know, I don't want to reduce a female artist to her looks. Yeah, you do. But I always thought she was really hot. It was a video for this song. It was very washed out, so she, you can imagine her to be the most beautiful woman in the world. Actually, she was kind of regular looking. Not really. I thought she was really cute. Red-haired, short, kind of a bob. She wore some wonderful outfits. Skin tight. Very she was tight, rolling yeah. all around. When you're Little, 13, yeah. 14 years old watching that, you're like, geez, this is this what is this what life is all about once I, you start having sex? I, I'm on board. I was always the C.C. Peniston man myself. You might be the only one. Yeah. Finally. Oh, that was you. Yeah. Finally, it's happened to me. I had sex with Cece Peniston. This, uh, I just want to say, this song is about doing ecstasy. Because if you're around people who are on Molly, all they say is, touch me all night long. Oh, yeah, all they it do. feels really good. Yeah, it's annoying. Where have you been hanging out? Well, it's been a while. But believe me, trust me, yeah. that's what you hear. Steve? What? What do you think? Would you, if, if you, is, if, if Kathy Dennis sang this song to you, what would you say to her? I, well, if I listen to this song, it sounds like she, she wants me to go dancing at some douchey club where I'm supposed to touch her on the dance floor all night long. Because she's on ecstasy. Well, if we're both on ecstasy, then it's okay because it's going to feel really good. 
you know, just nice light, feather light, you know, it's going to be nice. But if I have to stand in line to get into a douchey club, I'm going to be like, this, uh, this is going to be a party that I'm not really invited to. It's not as hot now. There's no club, though, because there's no club. Kathy fucking Dennis walks up to you in the 90s and is like, come to my house. I want you to touch me all night long. You'd say no thanks? No, if we can stay in and avoid the club, then I'm fine. Okay, good. good. Yeah. Oh, no, Steve. I, I went to so many shitty concerts and clubs with girls in the 90s because I wanted to get close to them. Did it work? Well, yeah, it did a lot, but man, I had to, I had to go see fucking Guster, dude. All right, was it worth it? Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Gotcha, bro. Oh man, it sounds like we're pre-drinking for a Jimmy Buffett concert in here. Fair flower. This see, this is this is actually for me an archetype of a '90s woman who wants to fuck you. Because Liz Fair, she was really smart, sarcastic, complicated, horny as all fuck. Oh, she was very explicit on a lot of her songs. This one was the most explicit, far and away. The things that she's singing over and over again is every time I see your face, I get all wet between my legs. Which means she's horny when she sees your face. Liz yes. Fair. Or she sat and she's spilled coffee. <laughs> every, she, she sits down and spilled coffee every yeah. time she sees your face. She, loved being, last she loved being adored by nerdy indie guys. And every nerdy indie guy loved her, wanted to be her love slave because she seemed so much cooler than we were. I just want to say uh, JD's point on this sex me up number four. Let's see if I can go back on this. Number four says it's unartful. Indie rock is hard to make the top type of songs in the genre. Is this unartful? This is a, this is a fairly simple song, but it's still kind of artful. Also hard to make. To make it be a sexy. Not impossible. Not impossible. Yeah. This song is not sexy at all. What are you talking are you about? It doesn't have to be sexy. She this has to say sexy. I want to have sex with you, the listener. This is so she weird. Totally does want to have it's so weird that me. you find this sexy. I don't this, find it. I don't so, find any of these songs so sexy. Weird. These two are finding it it's sexy. So okay, JD, I'm not I, talking to you here, but okay, I'm talking okay. to these two right yeah. here. This okay. First off, this album was a was a concept. It was a song by song rebuttal to uh, Exile on Main Street. It's, and yeah, on this, not really. yes, it was. She said no, that it wasn't. was. Okay. Anyways, marketing. Let's just, okay, marketing. Yeah, because this was a huge, huge selling album. Now, if you actually go down the song by song and compare it, it doesn't really hold. Okay. Up. Well, on this one, it's Let It Loose, uh, Let It Loose by the Rolling Stones, which is about a girl who's uptight and let's get sexually loose. So this is her saying, "Oh, I'm getting sexually loose. I'm doing this." But he's, she's, she's like, she's mocking the Stones on this. No, she's not. Uh, You're reading way guy. too much into it. You're overthinking it. She wants to be some dude's blowjob queen because she's super your blow, shy. Your blowjob yeah, queen. Yeah, she if wants you're to be my blowjob queen because she's super shy. She's sitting at home alone in her parents' bedroom recording these songs on a lo-fi, like, four-track tape recorder. Yeah, because she's, she's super lonely. Because she's in she's Guyville. Shy. She's living and with she her parents. She's uncomfortable she with her own sexuality. She, she, no, she's super comfortable with it. She just no. doesn't know how to get it out there and get her dream man home. She's a pun- because by Guyville. Li- no, she's oppressed yes, by living is. at her parents' house. No. I think Hillary is best. Man. I think Bernie is best. I like Trump. White heat from a white knight. I like Marco Rubio. Oh, oh Steve's <laughs> so mad when he's not Boom. the most PC person Boom. in the room, I guess. <laughs> Good debate. Good job, Dr. Conscience. That guy's a dick. Oh. 
I don't know what happened to the countdown, but this is number two. This is number two. Number two. Number two. En vogue. En vogue. Don't let go. Did you call them en vogue? En vogue. That's the correct French pr- pronunciation. It sure is. En vogue. Did you get the new en vogue album? <laughs> I love en vogue. I think it's Ein Vogue. <laughs> en Vogue was this group of four just stunningly beautiful black women that all clearly wanted to have sex with a teenage J.D. Riznar when I was listening to the song. Uh, I saw En Vogue in concert when I went to uh, see MC Hammer. They opened up. Name dropper. And uh, Vanilla Ice was supposed to be the opening act, but he ditched the concert. That dick. I never for- forgave you, Vanilla Ice. Uh, but I tell you, I was in Saginaw, Michigan. They never mentioned you once while they were singing JD. I'm just letting you know. Well, they no, didn't want they, his name all up. I in the was. Tabloids. They were talking to me then. They were talking yeah. to each and every person in the audience when they said you. Yeah. And you take that in. You don't. You guys don't get this genre. The only it's song. It's not I- about. They, this is not a genre about women who want to have sex with JD Riznar. It's about women who want to have sex with JD Riznar when he is the listener of the song. You, no, should, only, you should have gone to the Ann Arbor show. Well, the only song I remember them singing at the time was the Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's the only song I remember them doing. <laughs> that's that's what somebody that went there to see Vanilla Ice would, would I, remember. I don't know why it stuck out to me so much, but that's the one song I remember. It was, it, they were, it was early on in their career. So, uh, on Vogue had had a bunch of hits. On Vogue. On Vogue. On Vogue. This, this song was the last hurrah of the classic En Vogue lineup. Uh, before, you know, one of the ladies went solo, and then there was this revolving group of members. Like, if you went to see En Vogue today, it's probably like seven Guatemalan children. Totally Still attractive. Group. Don't want to have sex with JD. Nobody did. It's not about me. It's about you, the listener. I think it's about you. I don't have sex with these guys. This is your list. So it's about you. Oh, stumped him. You stumped me. Um, I like these girls. I just want to say that I always yeah, found most of these songs I don't find sexy that you've played this so far. One, this yeah, one I would I find agree with that. definitely is. This fits the genre. Yeah, well, the song being, again, the song being sexy doesn't matter. And I always thought En Vogue was classier and better than the other girl groups that came out at the time, like SWV and TLC. I thought they were a the notch above. Classier with voices. And yeah. are, are they also well spoken? Oh my God! Whoa. I didn't wow. imply that at all. Dog whistles evil. Yeah, I'm just getting. I'm just getting even with you for the Liz fair bit. Boom! <laughs> Points for Steve. Well, let, let me tell you something about the production of this song. It's so awesome. There's this electric guitar that plays very quietly during the chorus, and I think that's just awesome. Like it's an R&B song, but you're secretly being rocked. It's such a great element. The quiet background electric guitar should be in every song, even rock and roll songs. Mm. I, I'm kind of bothered by what Steve just did to me. Maybe classy was the right word. (laughs) Number one. What? What are you doing, J.D.? He's ruining Christmas. (laughs) Mariah Carey. Uh, All I want for Christmas is you. All I want for Christmas is you, the listener. The legendary Mariah Carey turds out a single for her Christmas album and inadvertently creates a classic. A classic that gives me a little bit of a boner. 
God damn it. I think JD specifically picks terrible songs for number one to spark controversy. Remember, he did he did Sophie B. Hawkins. Uh, would have been a much again. better number one in Which, this yeah, countdown. It would have been on this list. <laughs> it would have been That's great. Sex me up. Oh, Damn, I want to be your lover. Is sex me sultry? Up. I thought about it. I thought it would be a fun thing. But then, geez, how do you say no to number one to a Mariah Carey song? She had so many number ones. Pretty, she just fits easy. at number one. She fits at number one. It's where she belongs. She does have a lot of number one. It seems like a lot of JD's genres kind of mix with each other because after this one comes out, he might be doing divorce court. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm just kidding. <laughs> not at all. No, my wife's going to divorce me is not because of an excellent podcast. No. It's going to be because I've become too depressed to deal with my life. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry I made that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Christmas is really bringing out the worst in you. Uh, freaking Christmas. But no, Christmas is nice when you've got a lady saying all she wants is to have sex with you for Christmas. It's great. This song is a little coy, I will say. It's a little coy, but then she's got this line... Uh, what is yeah, the oh yeah, with Santa, Claus. Santa Claus won't make her happy with a toy on Christmas Day, yeah. which like, is clearly her saying that she's tired of her vibrator. Yeah, it's a weird phrasing, a like like a toy. No, yes. Santa brings toys. Yeah, he doesn't not bring just a, a toy. Yeah. Santa has worked on her with a vibrator before, and she's not satisfied. Or with somebody it has. She needs a real dick. She needs the real dick or a lady part. Of the listener, she needs she needs a human connection. She yes. needs that human touch. Yeah, because Santa Claus is not human. He's a weird ghost that comes into your house. Right, with a vibrator. down, down a chimney yeah, with a vibrator. I think I think Santa Claus is her vibrator. How does that work, Dave? That's her clever name for her vibrator. Huh? I'm gonna go. Oh, she I'm nicknamed go right a, the vibrator. I see. I'm gonna go sit on Santa Claus's lap. You know. So say what you will about. <laughs> really? It wasn't that good. A Dustin just I left liked the room. It. <laughs> Say, say what you will about Mariah Carey, she's a super talent. You may not like her music at all, but she had an otherworldly vocal range, and she wrote her own shit. Oh yeah, like Dolly Parton. Yeah, she produced yeah. she produced this song. She was probably the one that said, let's put jingle bells throughout it. And people were like, yeah, you're great, Mariah Carey. We'll do it. Didn't it's she a- also go nuts and wipe shit on a wall in insane asylum? Brian, Will- not Brian, Brian Wilson did too. He, she's company. a genius. She's a genius. Mariah Ca- fucking Carey. God bless I wish her. I liked her music more. I know. Yeah. It's really not that good. She should have focused on writing good music. But boy, does she ever give me the impression she wants to have sex with me when I'm the listener of this song. And that's Sex Me Ups, boys. Thank you, Mariah, for taking us out. Did I miss anything, guys? What? What? God, you missed so much. (laughs) Uh, The point? (laughs) The mark? You guys missed that. I clearly defined this genre. I fucking counted them down, and you guys had no idea what I was talking about. Well, you're no. I had an idea what you were talking about. I just didn't think the the songs were all that sexy. Well, you're able. It doesn't have to be sexy. You were able to create a genre that made me called Steve a misogynist and him call me a racist. So that's. That counts for something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you guys were on the mark. Do you guys want to drop names of songs that you think should be on this list? Yeah, God, Madonna, yes. Justify My Love. It yeah, that's a great one. It fits genre so fucking well. And so it isn't, much a, it isn't a bad rap song about a dumb lady that just keeps talking about how good she is at rap. Oh, you're, so you're calling the first female rapper to be platinum dumb. Talk about misogyny. I don't want to talk about I'm, that I'm anymore. I'm talking about her lyrics, not her. I'm sure she's very, very smart. Okay, whatever, bro. She was able to turn her dumb lyrics into platinum. That's genius. Okay, very good, very Get good. Get off my lawn <laughs> with your rap crap. 
<laughs> Are you saying I you like it? I actually think yeah, actually, actually it wasn't bad. Song. Uh, it was just bad for the list. I oh. actually think C rap is a great genre. No, we're not doing that. C rap it's 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 rappers no, who should be good. No. who do a terrible song. No, we're not doing that. That's a bad uncle joke. We're not doing that. Okay. Not doing right. that. Right, you consistently sit there and make bad uncle jokes. But not that back, one. Back to what didn't make the list oh. as we try to wrap this up. I want to pick another rap song that's much better fit for this list. Well, I, I threw out a few names before, but the one I'm going to pick is called You Suck by Consolidated, <laughs> featuring the Yeasty Girls, <laughs> which was very popular on my honors floor dorm in college. Uh, oh, it's a, it's an, it's, it's so about Cunnilingus. It's another rap song about Cunnilingus. You got to drop that you were in an honors dorm. Yeah. And be so obscure, you alienate everybody. Okay. Well, yeah, but you turn. should listen to this song. It's about how these girls like to get head. Okay. Well, I like it because it's a, it's a standard for masculinity that I feel I can actually meet. <laughs> okay. Gross. Um, my Cunnilingus is gross. Is that what you're saying, Hunter? No. Oh, I got you again, bro. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Crash and burn. A Angry Johnny. I would have picked Angry Johnny by Poe because it's stupid and how she says, I want to kill you. I want to blow you away. That's so stupid. I think you would have put that stupid uh, song you, on this. You know, you didn't listen to my definition of the genre. That's only a sex me up if your name is it's Angry Johnny. Johnny. It's like yeah. a bad, this is like a bad billboard that says sex. Now that I've got your attention, that's what this is. Yeah. That's right. We should move on to backdoor suggestions. We're, we're going to get a million Let's ratings. Not. A million podcast ratings. <laughs> uh, next episode is going to be a good one, guys. It's called I Can't Believe It's Not Vetter, a.k.a. Ved Ringers. Hunter's taking the captain's chair in that one. It's going to be... It's going to be Vedtastic. It's about songs oh that God. I think Ved Eddie Vedder wanted to have sex with me. <laughs> Invetable. No, it's not. Check out this week's Sex Me Up playlist by following J.D. Riznar on Spotify. Send questions via Twitter at Yacht Rock. Follow J.D. at J.D. Riznar. Follow Hollywood Steve at Hollywood Steve H. Follow Dave at David underscore B underscore Lions. Follow Hunter into the confession booth. He always hated it, but he feels very guilty right now. You shouldn't. This was a very nice episode. Yeah, it was You nice. shouldn't feel guilty. You're not a racist. I'm Catholic. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Like Yacht Rock on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, go to YachtRock.com, and then go back to Twitter to make fun of us if it's still shitty. It thanks, still will be. <laughs> thanks to Twitter's own John underscore digital for sending the bumpers. Uh, those were great bumpers, but we're recycling them now, so uh, now's a great time to get your bumpers on the air if you want to make some for us, uh, folks. Let us know if you want to make some. And thanks to producer Dustin Marshall for Dustin Marshall Amps. Always nice to keep those clean. Oh, I see you used that as a verb. Sure Dustin. I'm, I see I'm, what you did I'm there. I'm sorry. I'm sure people make your name a verb all the time, Dustin. I'm sorry. Check out other Feral Audio podcasts at feralaudio.com. They're all free. Wow. Yeah. And some of them are pretty good. A lot of them. A couple. Good night. Feral Audio. Feral Audio.